there. I'm Leanna Hinkle with the Hinkle Homestead. And I'm Lindsay Weiniger with the Weiniger Farms. And we are your hosts on We Chose the Farm. All right, welcome to season two. Holy moly. I'm really excited about this. Not that I wasn't excited about the first season. <laughs> it's just a whole new level of crazy here. Yeah. On We Chose the Farm. What are we talking about? A little bit of everything, but more in depth. Got it. So I think last season was more specifically talking about why you would want to add all of the crazy things. And while I hope that I reeled you in on some of the exciting parts, now you have all this crazy zoo animal life, and you're like, great, what do I do about it? Yeah. So we're going to talk about it. What are you going to do about it? (laughs) (laughs) So the easiest thing that we can start off with is kind of on a genetics way, which gets kind of sciencey, which if you're my kids, they get really geeked out about stuff like this. Maybe it's just me. Um, But it's kind of one of the easier things to grasp and understand so if you have questions along the way or anything don't hesitate to reach out we kind of love to do this stuff you kind of got to go back to the basics to p.s uh don't forget we're in our restaurant that is actually still functioning currently so if you hear lots of random noises that's what it is anyway um so first obviously you're getting into chickens because you want eggs and that, um, you're like, I don't need to hear about genetics because I just want to sell eggs. Mm, that's where you're not correct. <laughs> and it's it's so interesting because I think that a lot of people, look, breeding eggs or hatching eggs or doing whatever with the chicks gives you another additional source of income to do this. So a lot yeah. of people think, like, I'm going to have free eggs. Yeah. And while you do have free eggs, you also have the world's most expensive eggs. Yes. <laughs> because yeah. you have invested in your chickens and your coop and your feed and your runs and your all of these other bougie things that you needed. Yep. And so now you're like, okay, even if you sell your eggs at three, what, $5 a dozen, mm-hmm. To make up for the food, that's great, but selling chickens is really kind of where you start to make a little bit of money off of this. Yeah. And I remember reading my very first, like, Pinterest article mm-hmm. of people were like, get into selling chickens. And I looked at Jake and like, can you believe people hatch out chickens? Like, how irresponsible of them yeah. to do these things. But then it hit me literally after the first three months. <laughs> I was like, let's do this. So here's a couple things that I have learned over these past couple of years that makes it a little bit easier. First of all, there's four main things that we're going to get into. And the coolest thing by far is how to make a sex link mm-hmm. and also an auto sex breeds. Sure. So what, why would you do this? So what's very cool, and I talked about this last season, Uh is when you're hatching, have a plan for your roosters. Sure. Okay. And we talked about that there's a lot of breeds that you can't really tell if they're roosters until they're like eight weeks old. Right. So having an autosex or a sex linked type of breed, that means when your chicks hatch, the boys look one color and the girls look a different color mm-hmm. now what you choose to do with that is your own problem but yes it's a lot easier to differentiate yeah and that can maybe help you in the long run of keeping your best hens or 
keeping your best roosters or finding alternative ways to do these things. Right. So the easiest way, first of all, talking about auto sex are breeds that are pretty much pure breeds that don't need any additional outside genetics that will make their own like auto sex type of thing. So for example, German Bielefelders okay. are auto sex so that the boys are a little bit lighter and the girls are a little bit darker. Yes. So when two Bielefelders get together, they do their business, they hatch instantly. You don't need to do anything else. Automatic auto sex. Yeah. And That's you'll notice I mean. that some of, most of the auto sexed breeds have barring to them, which means sure. that they're a little stripey. Yep. So the Bielefelders, also the Bard Rocks are a big auto sex one, but they're more along an 80% correct thing to it. Interesting, yeah. So if you go into your feed store or any type of thing where you see a lot of Bard Rocks, it's the ones with the white circles on their heads. Yeah. Apparently the larger ones means that they're boys. Interesting. Well, I've never seen a boy Bard Rock. Sure. Because we only buy bullets. Yes. And so it was also interesting, too, about the Bard Rocks is that sometimes, depending on the different lines, they're not always true Bard Rocks. Like, you can ask them, like, oh, how do you get this way? And they're like, well, if you make two Bard Rocks, you won't produce the same thing. So we'll get into that in just a second. But... Also, cream crested leg bars are yes. auto sexed as well. So those boys look different than the girls. Again, a little bit lighter. And I want to say that the well summers are, but it's trickier. Mm. Well summers are just, I always have a problem with them. They're very chipmunky. Well, and they look, but they look so similar to. They look. An, they look like uncanny. Sussex too. Oh my gosh. Those yeah. are the two. And I think the speckled Sussex, the only thing is like their beak is just a light, a little bit darker shade of brown. Like, <laughs> Or it, there's one of them that's like they have a line under their eye that's a little bit, I don't know. Probably. Oh my gosh. It's, it, so... it's very tricky. But this, I think the auto sex, especially with the Bielefelders and the, you know, you can start to get kind of an idea early on. Yeah. So sex link is when there's two different breeds that produce it to where you get very different things. For example, if you had a solid male Mm -hmm. rooster, let's say a Rhode Island red rooster, Uh and you had a barred hen, like a barred rock, and you put those two together, their babies, the roosters, would all be barred. They would have some sort of barring to them so that you can easily distinguish the boys from the girls. Like right then as a chick or as they grow? Both. Both. Great. Both. Yikes. I mean, yeah, you'll definitely obviously be able to tell. And that's where I think a lot of people get involved with sapphire gems, too. Okay. So sapphire gems have that same barring, too, that the hens always are a solid color. Mm -hmm. And the roosters have the barring to them. So I'm seeing a lot on, like, chicken groups that are saying, like, oh, my gosh, please tell me this one's a hen. Like, no, sweet beans, this is very stripey. This is super rooster. Um, But... Again, what's interesting, because you've brought in two different kinds of chickens, if you were to try to, like, you know, breed that hatch together to, you know, continue the auto sex or whatever, that doesn't happen. Because you've tainted up the lines and it doesn't work that way anymore. Yeah. So it'll only work on that first generation type of thing. So that's a cool one to kind of have fun with a little bit. Um, You can also get involved with sex link 
when it comes to gold and silver colors, like if you had gold and silver Seabrights, for example, like yeah. gold Seabrights, silver Seabrights, the little bantams. Mm-hmm. So if you had um, a gold male over a silver Seabright female, then it would be your boys that would be kind of like a sex linked and they would have, they the males at hatch would be light and white and all the girls would be more of a yellow color. Wow. So it kind of flip-flops. It's kind of like whatever the males are, that's what the females are going to look like and kind of whatever the females look like, that's kind of what the boys will be. And again, the, the purpose for this is just to help you identify during hatch time right and it's just that's kind of a fun experiment to do just to see if you're just wanting to have some fun now we were talking about um you said black sorry blue lace red why nots right so those are one of my all-time favorite birds they're so pretty they are very pretty and i currently got 15 of them because I had, like, six people oh, that were yeah. interested in them, and then only one person took them. Yeah. <laughs> so I have, like, 13 of these at my father-in-law's. They're so pretty. And do they're you, gorgeous. They're beautiful. Do you see any variation between them? I have not looked at them lately, but, um, like, that. yes, like, some of them are, like, a light gray and yeah. red, and then some of them are really a deep red mm. with, like, a little bit of blue iridescent. Like, they're, they're a wide range. So, the blue-black splash variation is one of my most favorite ones to work with because it's kind of the easiest to grasp, Mm -hmm. I think, in my opinion. Um, So, basically, and that, let's pick, like, a different thing just to, like, think about it for, like, a second. So, um, let's say, like, blue Americanas. Yes. Okay? They look like puffy little Easter egg or chickens, right? Yep. So, you're... Blue black splash, if you have two blues, they have a chance of doing 25% black chickens, 50% blue chickens, and 25% splash. Mm-hmm. Now that means that each chick has that percentage to be that. It's not like if you hatched out 10, that That's, five of them yeah. were going to be this, and two, you know what I mean, we're right. going to be this. Yeah. Um, it's just. What's cool about it is that there's, like, some solid rules with this. Like, Splash and Splash will always breed breed true. So you'll always get Splash. Okay. So when you're doing your Blue Lace Red Why Nots, for example, you'll have different varieties in that blue pattern to yeah. it. So you'll have some that are kind of the darker color, which I think is, like, what's kind of circulating on the internet and, like, some of the different memes is that they're really, really dark. Yeah. Others you'll see that are kind of almost white with, like, little, like, flecks of blue yeah and that's really pretty um that would be more of like a splash red why not and then hmm. your blues are like kind of your dusty yeah they're gray like colors. gray yeah mm-hmm. but it's just it's really fun to think about it like so if you always wanted your blue you didn't want splash and you didn't want the possibility of that then you would add you would find a black laced red why not yes with a blue laced red why not and you could pair those together and then half of those would be black and half of those would be blue how would you sex that well the blue ones are lighter than black makes sense yeah i'm just thinking holy crap how did they pick up 15 of those i know i know and you know i'm sure that they just kind of like bloop there you go there's a 
Yeah. There's a way to do it. And if you did a black yeah. laced and a splash laced, that would be 100% blue. Jeez. So, I mean, there's a possibility that that's, that's what it could what they be. do. But you'll see. But I even think, then, you get a ton of variety across those couple, even though they might all be yeah. blue. And but the blue still shades blues. vary, too. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And so that's kind of the fun part when you get into genetics. Yeah. Is that you could then test, and this is where it gets way deeper and, like, down the rabbit hole if you wanted to. Because <laughs> there are varying shades of those blues. Sure. So, like, let's say you have the darkest blue and you're like, oh, I think that's a black. And so you pair it with... You know, something that should equal this color and it equals something totally else. And you're like, oh, hmm. you're actually not this. You're something totally different. Yeah. And and did you know that blue lace red wine dots are not, uh, what are they, certified by the poultry association? Board? Oh, Yeah, really? poultry association. So they cannot be judged at a poultry, and, like, <laughs> ju- like a contest. They're not allowed. Oh, shoot. They're just, like, really pretty pets. And they're actually they incredibly so friendly. So that's why a lot of people like them too. But yeah, they are not an official breed. Yes. Therefore, they cannot be shown or judged. There's a lot of things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and that's a really great point as well is that why are we talking about breeding too? And it's because when you get into this, I mean, look, anybody can breed chickens and you can get your backyard, you know, poultry and everything else like that. But. When you start getting involved in trying to breed in better lines, then you look for breeders that specialize in the specific breed that you're wanting. Or you, you know, you're working towards like a, okay, maybe you don't show, but somebody else shows chickens. Mm -hmm. So you want top-notch quality stuff, and that's where you go and kind of select the best of the lines and do the things and bring in different genetics and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, exactly. To do the things. You bet. But that's the fun part about the genetics and you can also kind of turn it into the same thing with egg color yeah so all feather color aside and this is where the ever popular olive egg comes in sure yeah absolutely you know so you take a dark egg layer like a well summer or a black copper moran mm-hmm. and you pair it with a blue layer a cream crusted leg bar, an Easter egg or an Americana, an right. Americana, something like that. And those kind of mumble jumble together to give you some sort of green color. Right. And then you can just, again, breed your green color to, again, another dark layer. And get a different color green. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying dark layer is in just saying like a chicken that carries a dark gene. Right. Yeah. So whether that is your rooster. Right. Or a hen, and you have a whatever. You have to make the rooster in order to yeah. get the, Yeah. So, it could take a couple generations to get there. Yeah, and there's, I mean, people that have, you know, F7s and F this and F generation. Yeah. All these different lines of all these colors, and then you get to a certain time, and then you just get a brown egg. Yeah. Oh, sure. And so then you have to back cross with more. <laughs> so it can be a total process if you really want it to be, and I think that's the slippery slope of... Yeah. Chicken math. And it's also fun. And why are we talking about it this time of year? You know, it's August, but now is the time where you start thinking about projects that you're going for next year. And, I mean, some of your your layers are getting ready to start laying, so then people are going to start being put in pins together. Yeah. And so that way you can get the colors that you want to go together. I mean, it's this is the time when if you want to do research about that. I always love breeding in the fall. Fall yeah. is the best time to do it because yeah. your chickens are going to 
grow mm. during the winter anyways. Yeah. They're most likely not going to lay any eggs. Right. So you might as well grow and finish them out so that they are starting to lay first thing in the sure. spring. So you have a full season. Because I bet everybody that bought these chickens in the early spring are maybe just starting to get eggs now. Yeah, exactly. Or still waiting on them. Yeah. A lot of people are still waiting on them. Yeah, here, of course so. you are. Yep. That's just kind of the name of the game. Everybody thinks spring and chicks, but I think we need to change the mindset. Yeah. Fall chicks. Fall chicks. <laughs> Keep them alive through the snow and you get eggs. Yeah, all year long. Yeah, that'll be perfect. Well, uh, we'll be talking more along the lines of um, just like we said earlier, our goal here is you have these animals on your farm now. We specifically talked about poultry today or chicks, chickens today. So what, what do you do with them next? And genetics, it was an easy, easy thing to talk about because... That's your Look, ice. I'm not I'm not an expert on genetics at all whatsoever. For some reason I like geeking out to this stuff. Yeah. I don't get it at all, but I understand the importance of it. So, like and I follow <laughs> what you're saying. I promise I do. Um but yeah, I think it's I think it's great. I I don't deal with a lot of people on a daily basis that are interested in reading Look, it has its select areas. And it, but too. that's but I mean, I, I think I think you definitely have to know your market as, as well. So maybe in your area, producing sex-linked chickens to where you know you could sell hens all day, you know, is a good is a better thing. Yeah, That's and a lot your, of a lot of people buy sex-links around here for their egg production. You know, because it's bred with a Rhode Island red usually. Yeah, and so you know that they're going to be a great producer. And you can get sassy just because we're talking about feather colors and egg colors doesn't mean I mean you can get real weird with a lot of things like my oldest Gabe we got a cackle surprise box yeah and he and we got a couple turkins they're the chickens that are naked necks they have no feathers on their neck and we got a couple polish and just so happens that one of our polish is a rooster well he says I would like to make a naked polish a naked Polish. Is what he's going to name it so you can get it at Hinkle Homestead 2022. <laughs> naked Polish. <laughs> I love so it. What we're going to go for is what I'm trying. I have no idea if it's going to work, but sure. we're going to put these together, and I'm hoping that we're going to get a chicken with a naked neck but a silly little top hat. Oh, my gosh. That'd be Like genius. a Polish. And I have no idea what it'll look like. Who even cares what color eggs it lays? But, like, that's the Franken chick I want. And, uh, I mean, that's a cool experiment for yeah. Gabe. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's yeah. epic. But, like, I'll, some people will do, so Easter eggers lay mm-hmm. the pretty blue eggs, but they're not really great layers, right? Right. So yeah. sometimes they pair them with a white leghorn yeah. to get a bigger egg, first of all, and a more consistent laying, but yeah. they usually, usually the blue gene is more dominant, so it'll take over there. Hmm. That's So smart. that's a way... And that's how you come up with a bunch of, like, if you've been to Tractor Supply and you've been to, like, online commercial hatcheries where they've named, like, the Green Queen and, like, the Steel Egger and the Rainbow Layer. And, like, these oh, are geez. things that are not bluebells. This is not a... <laughs> that is not a is real thing. This company's name right. that they have, quote-unquote, invented. Yeah. It's their version of a Franken-chick. Yes. It's my naked Polish. Yeah. And that's, I mean... That they have one of those in every breed. Like, they yeah. absolutely, like, you got people that create 
the perfect breed or the perfect breed of something in every every animal. People every go species. crazy over really weird things, so it doesn't surprise me. Yeah, absolutely. That yeah, I make I. That's that's the fun part about it. I mean, and if you are wanting to learn about a lot of specific things, there's Facebook groups for literally every single type of chicken yeah. out there. I'm sure of it. And yeah. you can there find a lot of standard of perfection of what the breed standards are mm-hmm. down to the leg color, the comb size, the posture, the feather positions. I mean, like yeah, all of the things that you would need to know when you're developing these things. But if you are having fun with this, then have some fun with it. Right. I also, um, you can also find a lot of your standard of perfections through your, like, for like 4-H will have a guide. Like, the different programs that do shows will have a guide like that, too. But you also are going to send, or we're, she sent, Leanna sent me a ton of pictures that yes, we're going to. Great visual aids. Yeah, that you'll be able to see. So. And they're good references, so bookmark it, save it, screenshot it, whatever you want to do. Yep. Send it to your other crazy chicken people. <laughs> That's the, the true identity. Yes. All right, so now your mind is blown. It's fried. It cannot absorb any other information. Oh, wait, until next <laughs> Until next <laughs> Until week. next week. Sweet. Well, thanks for talking chicken colors with us. See you later. If you like what you heard today, you can find us at We Chose the Farm on Facebook and Instagram. And to find Hinkle Homestead directly, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Google at Hinkle Homestead. Want to visit the Weiniger Farms? You can find us mainly on Instagram at the Weiniger Farms. Or jump over to our website at WeinigerFarms.com. See you later!